Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Too close. A little too close. There. Welcome to Agrabah. City of mystery. Of mm. enchantment. And the finest merchandise this time ever shown on sale today. Come on down. <laughs> Welcome, ordinary demi guys, to Geek Salad episode 140. Dress plus animal sidekick equals princess. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And today we have a special guest with us. No, we don't have a special guest with us. She's even, eating. Even though she's eating our food. Yeah, she's eating. So uh, you may hear my wife, Autumn, throughout the broadcast. She's 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 eating a potato chip right now. And unlike us, has decided that she doesn't want to talk with her mouthful. So good on you, honey. Good on you. Why? Huh? <laughs> Why would you not talk with She's our betters. She's one of our betters. Yes, she's exactly. our lady. Yes. She's one of our betters. She she's the one Andy. drinking beer out of a glass right now. She made Andy get a glass for her beer. <laughs> so anyway, today uh, we are talking about the 25 top Walt Disney Animation Studio movies as voted on by you. And I got to say, Mike... I gotta thank, we got a lot of people we got to thank here. A lot yeah. of different organizations. <laughs> um... First of all, I want to start off with our community. Uh, what did she call herself today? Oh, the uh, communicatrice. Communicatrix. No, communicatrice. Communicatrice. Um, Jackie uh, at writerjacks.net. Uh, it's writerjacksblog.net. Uh, she started off the, the list. And um, then we had the Disney Addicts. We had... Um, Mike, who did you get? Um... Uh, well, I got a couple from the Nerds United One podcast. Um, I got a few from the geeks geeksgamers.com. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, obviously, Jonna contributed. My a lot daughter, of friends, a lot of family. My sister contributed. Well, my sister and my niece and my nephew contributed. Yes, the ones that won't be listening to the show. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we were blue. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I a little blue, to, yeah. yeah. I just to inform them of the list. After. Just a wee bit. Uh, yeah, so lots of people, everyone, thank you so much for contributing. This was a fun list. Uh, I hate to say, you know, I'd like to say that the um, the eventual victor was a surprise up until the very end. I'd, I'd be lying. Really? Oh, no, but you it, was, it was essentially, it was going to be one of three movies, and, and they're all in the top three. Uh, yeah, and number one won by a fair margin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised at number one, but we'll get to it. Yeah, all right. So anyway, before we begin, let's get going with Chris's Cultural Corner. KKK, that's not good. And I tasked Chris to come up with um, the top five Disney songs sung by villains. 
we kind of noticed that there aren't a lot of them. Yeah. For the most part, they uh, if, if, unless they have like a line in a song, like I, Chuck, bet, you, I bet you Hades owns most of them. Uh, no, actually, <laughs> Hades does not sing in Hercules. No, he does not sing. Um, it's actually interesting too because last night Autumn and I watched two YouTube videos, one from Lindsay Ellis and one from Nostalgia Critic, both bemoaning kind of the extinction of um, Disney villains. They're almost not even a thing anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, you got um. Tomatoa in Moana. Yeah, but is he really a villain? He's only only in one scene. He has a great song, though. He does have a great song, uh, which Chris left off the list, by the way, so for shame. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's start off with Chris's uh, top five. Number five, Mother Knows Best by, from Tangled. Mother Knows Best, listen to your mother. It's a scary world out there. Mother Knows Best, one way or another, something will go wrong, I swear. Ruffians, thugs, poison ivy, quicksand, cannibals and snakes, the plague. No. Yes, also large bugs, men with pointy teeth, and stop no more, you'll just upset me. Mother's right here. Mother will protect you. Darling, here's what I... Um, right. yep, mm -hmm. which is uh, the Mother Hawk Huggle. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Mother Huggle song, sung uh, by Donna Murphy, so, solid Broadway song. Yeah. That's a great song. Yeah. Number four, Hellfire, from Hunchback of Notre Dame, the only mention this movie's gonna get on this list. I feel her, I see her, the sun caught in her raven hair is blazing in me out of all control. I have never seen that movie. You've never seen this movie? It is beautiful and so very flawed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Especially if you've read the book. Oh, yes. Oh, what? <laughs> they whitewashed an ending where everybody dies horribly? Mother Gothel. Mother Gothel. I knew Sorry. I knew it was wrong. I knew, uh. <laughs> you know what? In the back of my head, Catherine, I knew it was wrong, too. All right, number three, Gaston, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. No Wrestling match, nobody fights like Gaston. For there's no one as furly and brawny. As you see, I've got biceps to spare. Not a bit of him scraggly or scrawny. That's right. And every last inch of me's covered with hair. No one hits like Gaston. That's his wits like Gaston. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, this is a bar song. He yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Right I, I can't wait to hear Luke Evans sing this one. Uh, yeah, because you didn't see it. the they released the uh, the teaser for it, and it's pretty much all Josh Gad. Well, they, but Josh Gad sounds exactly like the guy from the animated too. Yeah, the voice is very very similar. He does, except there will be one distinct difference. Yes. 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 Will. Um. Well, it was implied in the animation. It's going to be explicit in the animation. I understand. He's sassy. He's sassy. Um, <laughs> number two, Friends on the Other Side from Princess and the Frog. Sit down at my table. Put your minds at ease. 
If you relax and will enable me to do anything I please I can read your future, I can change it around some too I look deep into your heart and soul You do have a soul, don't you, Lawrence? Make your wildest dreams come true I got voodoo, I got voodoo, I got things I ain't even tried And I got friends on the other side He's got friends on the other side it's a good one um he's one of those villains though that kind of like is a minor plot point yes it, he you don't he, have he, kind of, he was he, 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 sometimes he feels kind of forced in just like oh we gotta have, it, this, this this movie takes place in new orleans louisiana we gotta throw in some voodoo somehow exactly it's never explained why, why he, what he's do, what what his motivation is. He's right. just no, there he's to just, be just, bad. Right, exactly. he's, he's there to make money. That's about it. He's just he's a street hustler. That's he's really a, all he is. He's a plot point. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't have him, you don't have frogs. Basically. So all right. after all this, you're just an ordinary thief. Yes. That hair reference. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, we. Uh, and I happen to be an exceptional thief. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, be prepared from the Lion King. It's clear from your vacant expression The lights are not all on upstairs But we are talking king on successions Even you can't be caught unawares So prepare for the chance of a lifetime Be prepared for sensational news A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer and where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid. Like there really could be any other. No? Uh-oh. I'm going to disagree with Chris. Where is Poor Unfortunate Souls from the world? Oh. No, that's true. Ooh. Where that, I think, is the best Disney Ah. Eh. It's a good song. It's, uh, Actually, well. It should be on that list. It, it, should, it should definitely yeah. be on this list. That would have taken that uh, maybe over uh, Hellfire. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mother's Knows Best is a fun song because it isn't like, I'm explicitly evil, and if I had a mustache, I would twirl it right now. Yeah, um, yeah Gaston's a good, it's a good song, but yes, I agree. Um, mm-hmm. Poor Unfortunate Souls is so much character in that song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have fun singing. It was nice last year, too, when we were at the Art of Animation studio, because it's not every day you get to walk out into the courtyard and be greeted by... I would just say 30-foot um, octopus drag queen. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> And you get to see her from the bottom. And you yes, right exactly. Oh, my goodness. She's got some good support there. Yes, she <laughs> um, actually, Chris did put that in his honorable mentions, though, along with World's Greatest Criminal Mind from The Great Mouse Detective and Corolla DeVille from 101 Dalmatians, which is not... I, 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 I've been fighting this one all week. She doesn't sing it. He doesn't, yeah, yeah she yeah, does not sing it. But it's a villain song, because it's about her. It's about, about villain, her, about but villain. it's not sung by her, though. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's so kind of the... That's the point. It's, it's them right, explaining exactly. themselves, not somebody poking fun. Exposition. We need exposition. Yeah, exactly. Who is she? And we're, it's the 60s, so I can't write about heroin use right now. <laughs> oh, make no mistake, she was dancing with Mr. Brownstone. Oh, the she, was, she, was, she was chasing the dragon. <laughs> However, I still would rather, much rather be shiny. Yes, I would too. <laughs> but we will talk about that. Yes. All right. 
So before we kick into this top 25, let's uh, pay a quick tribute to the films that we're never going to make this list. Um, Fun and Fancy Free, anyone? Has anybody seen... Which movie is this? Fun and Fancy Free. No. There are about four movies that were made during the war that essentially were compilation movies yeah, of smaller I don't, yeah, shorts. Yeah, I don't count compilation, show compilation. Yes, but the Walt Disney Animation <laughs> Studio does. Well, what about uh, Victory Through Air Power? Oh, God. Victory Through Air Power, um... <laughs> Is that the one where Donald is like yes. in the Coast Guard? To fear his face. Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros. Again, I don't count yep. compilation films as films. Oh, that, those those are like kind of half animation, though. It's very, yeah. very Mary Poppins. Right. Um, what are some of the other ones? Uh, Ichabod, and, um, Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh, yeah. The, are, the that is one movie. Yeah. That is yeah. considered uh, okay. one movie. Um, and then we have some latter-day stuff, like Meet the Robinsons. Well, Meet the Robinsons and Chicken the Little are kind of like, they're in the same category. Yeah, I am shocked Home on the Range didn't get a vote. I'm amazed, too, because <laughs> Brother Bear and um, Chicken Little did. Yes. And then another one, and then we'll move on. Chicken Little got two votes. Oh, Jesus. Then there's one, and then we're going to move on. Uh, this was kind of, the, the, we, I will say right now, this list is on the up and up. This is the best list, the very good list. I, I, I'm the know, best at making lists. Okay. But we rushed the hell out of this to pray to God that Treasure Planet did not make this list. It would have gone on if it if it didn't, but we were like counting votes like, oh, it's almost off. It's almost, it's off. Right. I was like I'm texting like, my. I'm almost, well, I'm a little iffy about number 25, how number 25 made the list. But. Well, we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. But, um, Andy and I had a nice little celebration when Treasure Planet dropped. Oh, my oh, God. Like, oh, and my. here's the thing. I've never seen Treasure Planet. No. I don't know if it's a good movie or a bad movie. It just movie. looks bad. Well, I have a very, very, very complicated relationship with Treasure Island, starting with a production I did in college, um, followed by one of my first movie dates with Autumn, where we went to go see uh, Treasure Planet in space when it was called Mission of Mars. <laughs> She's still not letting me live that one down, by the way. <laughs> it is an unbelievably stupid movie with so much foreshadowing about Treasure Island. <laughs> Don Cheadle's going into space, but before he goes, he's going to read, find out what happened. To, he's going to read Treasure Island to his son to find out what happened to Ben Gunn. <laughs> and right dot, 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 dot. <laughs> right before he leaves, he, he's given the black spot. <laughs> Actually, um, I think Treasure, Treasure Island was the first live-action movie that Walt Disney ever made. I think so. Actually, I believe it was with Bobby Driscoll from yeah. all the I, other I, Walt Disney I, movies. I grew up with that one, so I actually really enjoyed that version. You know, there was another one too. Autumn told me Return to Treasure Island on the Disney Return Channel. to Treasure Island on Disney the Disney Channel. Channel. I remember that. Was that Brian Blessed? It was Brian Blessed, the best Long John Silver I've ever seen in my life. Ah, and I wish they'd release it on DVD. <laughs> I don't know the best Long John Silver I've ever seen. Tim Curry from A Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> well, you're both right. <laughs> this is my only number. Different leagues. Yes. All right. So shall we kick on this list? Let's yes. do it. Joe, you've got an issue with this one. So why don't you start? Number 25. Peter Pan. Oh, boy, this minstrel show. Next to the Song of the South, the most racist piece of trash I've ever seen in my life. I you, well, am. You've never seen the uh, re more recent... Peter Pan movie, have you? Mm, with Rooney Mara as, as no, Tiger Lily? No, I'm not. No. I don't racist about that! Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Dante Hicks is just like you. He loves grape soda. 
There is, yeah, she's like translucent. Yeah. So <laughs> the I remember, oh, I remember watching this with Sophia when she was I think, like maybe four or five years old, and I had never watched Peter Pan until I saw it with her. Yeah. And when they started doing the the Indian, what they, makes the red man red? Red. Yeah, I'm like. What the? <laughs> he, he had never seen a Clerks anime series, but even back then, he had threw anything through his mind was he, he loved Ray soda. soda. It is, um, yeah. I I don't ever have a memory of seeing this movie outside of Suncoast, mm -hmm. and outside of the one time back when we were still getting DVDs from Netflix, we did show it to Scarlet, and Autumn's like, oh, oh, here's the part where they say the Indians are slow. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, how did this get by? Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's awful. Uh, it, it, I know it's a reflection of the times and everything, but still. I don't like, care. Even back then, they had they weren't. Well. Although, I will say, without this movie, we wouldn't ever have gotten the best clip from episode, what was it, episode 55? Oh, Smee, you've been crying. <laughs> um, you were deaf mute. Oh, God. This now, here's the thing, too, about Peter Pale. First of all, why the hell is the line at Disney so long for this one? I don't know. It's not that good of a ride. It's You know, it's a good ride. I wouldn't call it a spectacular ride. I think it's because they, they recently revamped the queue. And oh. now everybody's pretty much going through the queue. They've improved the, the waiting experience of yeah. the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's a 60-minute wait, because everybody is enjoying yeah. the wait. Yeah. 60 yeah. minutes? Hell, that thing is rivaling uh, Snow, uh, the Seven Doors Mine Oh, yeah, car. yeah. There are different times. Yeah, yeah, get in line to wait. <laughs> <laughs> but look! There's a table! <laughs> the, li the line. The line. line. <laughs> the, li the line. The ride. Yeah. <laughs> We don't fast pass this one, and if we do, it's a tier one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the really funny thing, though. If you do fast pass the um, Peter Pan ride, you skip you the, skip one. the line. The, the reason for standing in line. We did we that. Did. We, we did that. that because we saw the wait time. I'm like, well, screw that. And then you go on the ride, and like, why is there a 90 minute line for this? <laughs> I I don't get it. I I don't. I again. I'm coming back to this. I don't get the appeal of this movie. I don't um, either. I, I'm sure that I find Peter people, Pan people to be have thrilled. fond memories I of it when they were kids and they haven't watched it recently. Right. Yeah. Because Peter Pan is kind of a dick. Kind of. Kind, all right. A lot. Of, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, and uh, Tinkerbell yeah. is a grade A bitch. Yeah. No, grade A psycho crazy ex-girlfriend bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's not an ex-girlfriend. She's the never was. The, the never was, that's true. for the magical world of Disney. Yeah, she yeah. is. But yeah, exactly. she's always happy and cheerful when she's... Uh, she like, she flies up, she's going to flick the wand, slut, and then flies <laughs> up. <laughs> Although uh, I did love when once when Once Upon a Time, the show did the, the, the Peter Pan. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a great way of doing it. Because I was like, you know what? You get a bunch of guys that never grow up all living together on an island. They will turn into Lord of the Flies. Yeah. <laughs> and Peter Pan was a really evil villain, too. He was a horrible oh, person. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it was great. I was like, this makes perfect and, sense and, now. And Tinkerbell was without her magic because she tried to do something nice with it. Yep. Yep. And there weren't any children to clap her, clap her back. I gotcha. Yep. All right. Moving on. Catherine, you get the list up. Give you a second here. Turn that on. You want to take number twenty-four? Sure. All right, take number twenty-four. Lady and the Tramp. Ooh, Lady and the Tramp. 
I actually like this. I have I, I like I have game. fond memories of this one. I watched it not too long ago. It's been a while. It's been so long that I since I've seen it that the last time I, I saw a clip of it, I was like, wait, dogs talk? I didn't realize they I didn't remember that they talked. Really? I thought it was of all course like they a, talk. They're the main characters of the movie. I, 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 yeah, you you kind of see John Deere and Darling and that's it. And actually that is the funny thing. It's you know in that time that time and era it, you know if you have talking animals or more like human like animals that the the humans essentially are legs. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this one you know John John Darling has his fancy mustache <laughs> and they actually have names you know and um you know terribly stereotypical you know stereotypical Siamese. Oh yeah. Cats. And a, and a Scottish terrier. Oh. Yes, the Scottish Terrier. An old rustic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, Josh, no, man, it. Yeah, the Bloodhound. And oh, possibly the, the least effective villain, maybe in Disney lore. Who is Edgar? The butler. Oh, the butler, yeah. yeah. You're mixing up your movies. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Edgar is from... Aristocats. Aristocats. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. The villain in Lady and the Tramp is Aunt Sarah. Oh, that's right. The Boys owner of said Siamese cats. Yes. Who wants to make Lady wear a muzzle. Oh, that's right. right. I'm yeah. sorry. It's kind of the this issue with some why, of these movies. This they all. Yes, exactly. To correct me. Check your Disney bill. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I mean, this is a beautiful looking movie. I mean, the backdrops on this thing are, are just phenomenal to look at. I, I know Walt Disney loved this one. Well, you know why? Because this reminded him of his hometown. Yeah, I, I think he had a, a cocker spaniel named um, Lady. Lady. That would make sense too. I'm sure this is based on some story, but um, all in all, it's a, it's a really fun movie. I mean, when I was a kid, it's, cute. I, it's, it's you know, it's a nice little date movie too. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, because of the scene. You know, the, oh yeah, the, the meatball like scene. Iconic scene. Yeah. Which was great in The Simpsons. Yeah, his little helper. <laughs> <laughs> they also did that in um, Jim Henson Hour Dog City. Oh God! There's a part where they're panning around a restaurant, and at one part in the pan, you pass two dogs that look very familiar, getting ready to the end of the spaghetti. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, this is a, when I was a kid. You know what? What the the most horrifying, shocking, saddening thing for me was when they in the, they were in the pound and they led that one dog. Oh, to the gas yeah. chamber. Oh god! Yeah, they took him down the Green Mile. You knew, you knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> exactly, like, and I knew exactly. I knew exactly. I knew what was going on. Like, my god, they're gonna kill him! See, when, when I first saw this, I didn't know what was going on. So I am so glad about that. Yeah, I was an advanced child when it came to hot trauma. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Uh, I was scarred too badly by Pinocchio. So. Oh god. Oh, oh, thank God this didn't meet the list. Oh, I know that that movie what? gave me nightmares. For how did that? Years. How did that movie not make the list? Um, you know what? There was a lot of classic stuff that either just isn't as highly regarded anymore. Snow White got a to grand total of one mention. I am shocked. I'm shocked too. I too. I'm uh, huh? Two. Oh, we had two. Yeah, okay. Nadine put it on there. Oh, that's right. That's Man, right. And this point, disappointed that. Um, Disney Addicts. I'm a sh I'm shocked Disney Addicts didn't put that on there. I'm actually disappointed that the Fox and the Hound didn't make it. I know. It was close. All right, Mike, you want to take number 23? All right. Uh, this is the second or third movie that second. they made. Second. 
What? No, this is twenty third. Yeah. No, God, no. This is like the seventh or eighth. No. 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 It's, anyway, it's Cinderella. Yeah. Okay. No, Cinderella is the first movie in the nineteen fifties. So you've got Snow White, you've got Pinocchio, Fantasia, oh, that's right, yeah. all of those 12. compilations oh. that we forgot about. It's twelve. Really? Twelve. Okay. Yeah. Thoughts on Cinderella? Sorry. Right. I love I love the the mice singing the Cinderella song. No. And I love they make her a dress, and then the sisters come and tear it apart. But the, <laughs> the mice work so hard, and they make this great outfit. But my, the thing that most stands out for me in Cinderella is that Prince Philip does absolutely nothing throughout the entire movie. What makes him any different? Charming. Uh, he doesn't have a name. Really? They're all, they're Philip all, is Philip Sleeping is, Beauty. Yeah. yeah. So it's they're Prince all, Charming for Snow White, Snow White and, and Cinderella. Cinderella. Which is, no, actually, did they even mention a name? No, is he just the no, prince? I think he's the, the prince. Somebody at IMDb that because, um, I'm, yeah, I'm fairly certain. He does get a couple of lines. And he doesn't, like, happen upon a dead body in the woods going, say. <laughs> um, no, he just becomes a creepy stalker. He's like, she left her shoe. That's, that means something. <laughs> you, Snidely. Snidely, find every woman in town. I guarantee only one woman's foot is going to fit this thing. I love the, the, the line from... Into the woods, where Cinderella's like, wanting a ball is not wanting a prince. Yeah. She just wanted to go to the dance. Yeah. This whole marriage thing was not the plan. Uh, <laughs> this movie, though, I think gets driven more by its villain than anything else. Oh, yeah. God, she is awful. Well, it, it, well, you know what? Like, it kind of sets the whole, like, idea of the the evil stepsisters and evil stepmother. Right. That whole kind of family dynamic. Well, Autumn and I were having a conversation about this today, that do you think that maybe she was a governess who just tried to get her hooks into a rich husband? Or yes. No, I say no. She was a widow. She's no. got two girls already. Yeah. A governess with illegitimate children would not have married a rich dude in 19th century France. No, she, it was, she, was, she, was, a, a, she was a widow. And yeah. okay, a bitchy widow, but yes, exactly. She, she's a widow that doesn't want to reduce her station. She wants to continue living right. as she is used to doing, so she has to find another man to provide her with money. Exactly. And that man happened to ju just die and leave. The, you know, the one person who's really good at housework. There's two heirs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On the coal. Well, I think another appeal of this movie is the first one that really has like a makeover. You know? Oh yeah, the, yeah. the whole yeah. Snow White's always beautiful. That's the point. <laughs> right. And it's Sleeping Beauty's always beautiful. That's the point. Right. <laughs> oh, gee. Wow. What? The uh, voice of Lady Tremaine. Yeah. And also the voice of Maleficent. Yep. Ah. Really? She, she Ooh. Had, she had that evil that voice. Wow, which is interesting because I was Aunt Sarah from Lady and the Tramp. Uh, yes. Yeah. Was voiced by the fairy godmother who was yeah. in also, Cinderella. Who was also... Aunt Flora from Sleeping Beauty. Oh, that's right. It's all connected. Contract players. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Back when people were hired for their talent. Talent, yes, their, their voice. Their names. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're ready to move on. Yep. Yeah. Next up on the list, number 22, The Sword in the Stone. I love this one. We just we discussed this at length during our... Uh, during our... Arthurian... Uh, yeah, um, there's not a whole lot extra to say about this one. I mean, if I had to say anything, I just, I kind of came to this party late. 
Like, I don't ever remember seeing Sword in the Stone as a kid. I did. That's why I, I saw it when I was like eight years old. Yeah, I, I grew up with this. Okay. Movie. Well, you know what, yeah, well, you know what it was? We, when I saw it, was no, nine, ten years old, was when Disney first hit cable. Oh, okay. And they, yes. to, and they had to fill up their yeah. their, their programming blocks. And it was... It wasn't the classics. They weren't showing the classics on, on Disney Channel. They were showing the 60s, 70s, 50s, 60s, and 70s animation. The Riderman Rob, stuff. Like Robin Hood, they, they had Sword in the Stone. They had a summer where they did Robin Hood, Sword in the Stone, and Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I remember my mother got a big popcorn tin from Disney Channel, and it had the three pictures. Yeah. And she put all the snacks <laughs> in it. And I that's that's really how it came that's really how I came in a lot into into the, into the Disney yeah. animations, like well, through Disney Channel. You know, and that's interesting too. The ones that you're mentioning, including Sword in the Stone, because I mean, I came into Sword in the Stone <coughs> mainly because at Suncoast it was one of the few movies, just like Robin Hood, Alice in Wonderland, and Dumbo, that never went into the vault. Those movies yeah. were always there. Mm. They never went on a moratorium. They never got repackaged. They were always just and there. Now, and now, now that you mentioned, you also mentioned that you uh, mentioned Dumbo. It made, uh, brought something else that I think about is the running time on a lot of these early Disney movies. Hour, wicked short. Yeah, like a solid hour, like ten Dumbo, minutes. Yeah, like Dumbo is only seventy-one minutes long. Yeah, yeah. It's like now, that's a, that's a regular episode of The Walking Dead <laughs> <laughs> with well, commercials. With commercials, sons of bitches. To be fair with Dumbo, uh, that was around the time that he was having big trouble with unions around his, with his animators. Yeah, yeah that's they true. Had no faces. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That that was. And I'm surprised that didn't make the list either. Yep. Um. Again, I, there's a lot of classic stuff. I think that just gets lumped into. Yeah, they're good, but there's better stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember. Um. This is about ten years ago. AFI did a, a series of top five lists. Mm-hmm. And one of them was animated feature. And the number one movie animated feature that AFI had ranked was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Which yeah, means well, there we, was we discussed this at length in one of our previous shows. We and I think we came to the conclusion, well, it's the first one, so everybody ranks the right. first one as Yeah, right. Exactly. But I think I think now, you know, the the classics we can appreciate them for what they were, but the newer stuff is just so much more and some of relatable it to us. Yeah. Now. Some of it doesn't wear well. And and the, the storytelling has gotten regressively better as time goes on. People, yeah. people are expecting more deeper stories and more interesting and uh, layered characters. Well, spe- since spe- well especially since the, the, since the, the Disney Renaissance of '89. Yeah. After that, every they just stepped up their game so much. Well, yeah. yeah, they got Broadway composers to start writing songs and get real movie stars to do voices. Mm. All right, uh, Joe, you're up, man. You want to take uh, number 21? Number 21, Tarzan. I'm kind of shocked this one may actually got on the top list. I, I'm not shocked because it's. I think a lot of it is driven by the soundtrack because it's got a good soundtrack. It does. It does. All four songs. and um, <laughs> it's. It, sorry. It, it legitimately has like four oh, songs. And but, no real musical numbers other than the one that Stomp did <coughs> where they, you know, they find the, uh, the camp. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just kind of like Phil, Phil Collins is the omnipotent uh, narrator who decided that instead of telling the story, he's going to sing it. He's going to sing it. What do you like about this movie, Joe? Um, it's very dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the, the the scenes of him going through, you know, sliding through the jungle on the tree mm. and going around. 
Catherine, any thoughts on Tarzan? Never seen it. No? Really? Like? It's all right. It's all right. I mean, I mean uh, yeah, I mean, it's visually beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, story-wise. But it doesn't I mean, add anything. A, I mean, if you know The Legend of Greystroke. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a Tarzan story, and it really doesn't go much beyond that. Right? It's in the tail end of that renaissance, the 89 to 2000. For no, Renaissance. Well, yeah, no, we're talking Little Mermaid to Home on the Range. Oh, okay. I, I, I cut it up before Home on the Range because well, I, no, you know, no, I, go, I, go, I go from Little Mermaid to their first CGI, which was Little uh, uh, Chicken Little. <laughs> which is no one's Renaissance. Right, exactly. But it's like there was that, there was that, that dark period where they were making movies that nobody cared about. Right. Um,. Yeah, I, I would place this just above some of the weaker ones. By by all means, it's not a bad movie per se. It's just it. Fit, you know what? It it fits its ranking. I don't twenty one. I I I think it kind of fits. Right. It is. Yeah. I never get a hankering to watch this right. one. I guess is really what I'm trying to say here. You know, there's some uh, movies like I want to watch that. Arti- right. You know, artistically, stylistically, you know, style wise, art artistic wise, it's a you know, very well done. It's got it's got music music-wise, So it's it, I think it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Bill Collins in general, but he, these are good. These yep. are some good songs. And first Disney DVD I ever bought. Yeah. And the first DVD Autumn ever watched. Tarzan. Uh-huh. Tarzan. Yes, we watched the movie in French. <laughs> Just because we could. It was a special feature. That back when yeah, special dope. features used to be here. You get this. You, yeah. You get um. You get a uh, French language track and oh hey this nice peep case. You mean the box when DVD comes in? Yes. <laughs> it doesn't come in a sleeve. No, no, no. You're up, Catherine. All right. Number 20 is Hercules. Ooh. I do like this I one. Like I like You know why? Hades. Yeah. He yeah. makes this movie. Fine, fine, fine. Just let me know the instant the fates arrive. Oh, they're here. Uh, what? The fates are here and you didn't tell me. Uh, we, we are one. Worms! Memo to me. Memo to me. Maim you after my meeting. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll even give it to Danny DeVito as Phil. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. He was pretty good with this one as well. Sonny has ruined it for me with this because of uh of, of the Frank Reynolds character on Sonny. When I hear Phil. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Never well, yeah. You're missing him. Um. I don't think. So. But yeah, this movie is all about James Woods. Yeah. James Woods, yeah. hands down, is the best modern day villain because yeah. he's you know, I can, funny. I, I, can, I, can forg- I can forgive James Woods' douchebaggery on Twitter and stuff like that, just because of just this. because he, yeah, he's just fun. because of Hades, he's so much, he's so much fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, all in all, this movie, you you can forgive a lot of its flaws. Yeah. And when oh, you yeah. actually take the movie and break it down, there's a lot of flaws oh, in this yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. This is not a perfect movie at all. No, but it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's yes. so enjoyable, and it's so it's smart. It's inoffensive. Quotable. Oh, yes. it's really quotable. And even, they're all hate. Even, even what? Twenty we, years later. Yeah, we know. I know. I know. You know. I know. I get how it works. I know. <laughs> and Rip Torn is a uh, as Zeus. Zeus. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Hades, how you doing there? Don't you have an ATM to break into while drunk? <laughs> um, the and the artwork. Just how stylized the gods are in this movie. And With the exception of Paul Schaefer, I thought that was lazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well. Um, I'm, I'm still not a fan of the whole 
um, muses as a 50s doo-wop group. It works. It works, yeah. though. It kind of works and it fits with the... But with I, an animated musical about Hercules, how else are you going to do it? I think they could have done it differently. Yeah. I always found it amusing that the big song they have called The Gospel Truth. Yeah. yeah. Think about this. The Gospel. Dot, dot, dot. We're singing about pagan gods yeah. in The Gospel Truth. You're mixing your mythologies. <laughs> But it's a catchy song. It is a very. There's a lot of good songs on here. Um, one of the I think one of the better overall song scores. Yeah. In this in this later renaissance of Disney movies. And you know what I, for you know for all it's it was still early CGI. I, I the battle with the with the um the Hydra. Yeah. I thought it was very well done. I noticed something today. We were watching Fantasia with the kids, and we saw the um the Beethoven Symphony Five Pastoral. With the little centaurs and yeah. and they have Zeus up there chucking the lightning bolts and I noticed that the Zeus and Hercules is a homage to that because he's got the exact same face. And the he's got like the braided, beard. not the braided beard, but like the, the spiral the, curl. Beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks just like him, and I guess huh. it can't be a coincidence. The beard and rollers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I do enjoy this one. All right. Um. Catherine, anything else to say about Hercules? Never seen it. No, jeez. <laughs> I gave this list two days ago, <laughs> or yesterday. And what do you work? No, I've got like this. What do you got, life? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a job, and then I, you know, I go to work, I go to meetings, and then I go home, and I can actually do my work. Ah, eh, life is overrated. <laughs> Mike, get number nineteen. Okay. Um. The biggest drug trip of them all, Alice in Wonderland. Oh hell! Not bad for 1951. Huh? Yeah. Oh hell. Um. <laughs> Who are you? I, I, I hardly know, sir. I've changed so many times since this morning. You see? I do not see. Explain yourself. I'm afraid I can't explain myself, sir, because I'm not myself. You know. I do not know. Well, I can't put it any more clearly, for it isn't clear to me. Exactly how much LSD were they on? In 1951. <laughs> really? Um, this, this was this was this was a, in regular rotation on Disney Channel too uh -huh. in the in the mid 80s. Again, I mean, I guess it's because I didn't have cable as a kid, but um, yeah, I this is one I watched in college. <laughs> So I got two versions of the movie. <laughs> the sober version and the <laughs> exactly the gray version the and then the uh... one. <laughs> I think the most interesting thing about this film is that it is culturally so many people who have never read Lewis Carroll's work. This is what they think of. It's yeah. Like, oh, Alice right. in Wonderland. Yeah. This movie is a blending of Alice oh. through the Looking Glass and Alice in Wonderland. It's taking parts of both books right. and meshing them together. scared the shit out of me. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I loved what they did with the Queen of Hearts on Once Upon a Time. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um we went through a period for an entire summer where this was the only movie Scarlet wanted to watch, <laughs> and it was on Netflix, <laughs> so we could watch it whenever the hell we want. Mm-hmm. It's not on Netflix anymore. Uh, um, I mean, watching it through clearer eyes, mm-hmm. it's it is a it's a fun, inventive movie. Yeah. Um, some of the the stories I I love. What's the one with the um. The Oysters. Oh, the, Walrus, uh, the Walrus and the Carpenter. The Walrus and the Carpenter. I do love that one. That is, that is a really creepy story. Well, considering that all the baby oysters get eaten. Yeah. yeah. And they look so cute. <laughs> um, and then there's Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. And then um, the Cheshire Cat. I like the Cheshire Cat. The Mad Tea Party, where, um, what's his name? Uh, the Mad Hatter does sound like King Candy from... Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> oh, stop it! That was that win! Oh, uh, uh, poisoning. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly where? How, how long have you been wearing that hat, sir? <laughs> I can't take it off. It's fused to my head. <laughs> uh, no, it isn't. Oh, it absolutely is. See, I'm stitching it in now. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's move on to something that, oh, if this doesn't drop conversation, and another college <laughs> drug-induced 80s movie, number 18, Fantasia. Mr. Stokowski? Mr. Stokowski? <whistles> My congratulations, sir. <laughs> congratulations to you, Mickey. Gee, thanks. <laughs> Well, so long. I'll be seeing you. Goodbye. Oh, God. How old were you guys when you first saw Fantasia? Uh, Too young. Eleven. Uh, five. Five? I can't even. I have no idea. Scared the hell out of me in the movie theater. The part with the dinosaurs dropping dead. I, again, I just watched tonight. The dinosaurs <laughs> dropping dead from a lack of water in a sandstorm. And oh, yeah. Terrified me. Well, well, one night on Bald Mountain. Yeah. That one I was okay that with. Yeah. Was the, the that, was, that was the kind of thing that, you know, like, you, you, you read the, the fantasy story, so, you know, yay, scary monster, and the monsters come out at night, and then sun comes up and they all go hide. That right. was okay. Exactly. Whereas right. the dinosaurs are still dead, and you see their bones yep. laying in the desert. No, the, 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 the one that, the, the short that really freaked me out was the, the Mickey one. Really? Oh. Why? Because Mickey, like, cold-bloodedly murders all those uh, brooms? All, all you see, well, one, the brooms coming to life is pretty enough of this, but then you just, you don't see Mickey actually doing it. You just see the shadow yeah. of him yeah. with an axe and splinters and everything just flying over. You're like, Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> that was the song playing in the background when I first went back to the dentist when I was in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> your dad, we, we were like high on laughing gas and, yeah, and no, your dad's like no it was just a cleaning it was just a routine cleaning we found a cavity that we had to deal with later but no that was definitely like this is not good music <laughs> <laughs> this is not appropriate oh god I think she could have used Night on Bald Mountain at that point <laughs> <laughs> my mother tried so hard when we were kids to get us to see this in the theater because um, 
It used to. I mean, we're we're going back to the days before we had home video. Uh, my mother really tried hard to get us to go, and there was always a movie theater that would have a di an older Disney movie playing. I mean, we're talking like the early '80s before home video. We never got to see it, and so I, it did come back to the theater one more time before it made its big video release. Right. In I think like 1990, and oh boy. Um, I think I saw it then. So. I was about 18, and most of the people there were children. <laughs> yeah, when I first saw it, I was way too young because I was bored stiff. It's, I do remember being a little bit bored for some of it when I was a kid. Like, yeah, this is, this is like, this is too high concept. Yeah. yeah. Some of it's just colors. Yeah. Yeah, they're literally colors. just colors. I mean, that, that's why it was, it, it was, actually, even back then, it was a huge bomb because Boy, the cocaine nobody was, wanted to see it. There must have been some good cocaine back then. <laughs> oh, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> but yeah, they're all high on reefer. Um, reefer he wanted, madness. He wanted to do something really different, and he did, and the public just was not ready for it. Well, part of it was there was an extra concept built into the whole movie. Yeah. That it was going to be this this traveling show, and they were going to switch out shorts mm -hmm. throughout the thing. So um, if you have the DVD, they do have extra stuff that was shot for it that never saw the light of day. Clear to Loon, which is one of my favorite classical pieces, that is in there. Huh. Uh, not in the movie, per se, but just in the extra scenes. Right. And then when Fantasia 2000 came out, which, speaking of which, out of every movie, not only on this list, but just Disney movies in general... The only Walt Disney Animation Studio film that got a theatrical sequel release was Fantasia. Wow. Think about that. Well, don't well you? yet. Yes, so exactly. Far. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. Wreck-It Wreck Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph 2 and Frozen 2 we're not talking about yet. But, but yes. Um, and that was the idea, that they were going to just do some of the other stuff they never got to film. Um, all right, let's move on. Who's up next? Joe. All right. At number 17, Zootopia. What did you do that made Mr. Big so mad at you? I, um, I may have sold him a very expensive wool rug that was made from the fur of a skunk. But. Oh, sweet cheese and crackers. I have mm. not seen this movie yet, so I can't really comment to it. You haven't seen it yet? It's no. on Netflix. Uh, it is, this is a... Oscar-winning Zootopia. That's right, right. freshly minted. Um, Oscar-winning. Hey, Suicide Squad is Oscar-winner too, all right? Shut up. <laughs> you shut your damn mouth, Joe. You shut your damn mouth. Star Trek deserved that. <laughs> you shut your commie mouth now. Oh, God. Hey, that's what I'm proud of. It, trust me. Zootopia. I, I really love Zootopia. Um, See, the thing is, like, when I first saw, saw Zootopia, I mean, you, you, the trailers all prepare you for just this fun buddy cop movie and all that, if they don't prepare you for the amount of depth that this movie goes They don't down. prepare you for the fact this movie became very, very timely. Oh, And very, God. very relevant. Yeah. And it's like, how did they know? How, oh, my God. <laughs> how did they keep the secret? Yeah. That was, it was, it was so good and so meaningful, and you could go back and watch it again and be like, oh, my God. But you know what the funny thing is, though? The the marketing campaign leading into this movie is like, is this going to be any good at all? And then we saw the trailer in front of uh, Ro uh, Force Awakens yeah. with the DMV. Yeah. And the yeah. slot. The DMV, the, oh, the slot is so funny. And when <laughs> the um, when we saw it in the theater, Scarlet just 
she would not stop cackling. Because she's got, like, this loud, bellowy laugh. <laughs> she would not shut up about that sloth. I mean, when I was at D23 a couple of years ago, I mean, they, they had just, like, announced it, and they were... They they had this like this weird display of like the, the city and you can look into the windows and see like little mice walking around and I was like okay what the hell is this and then I mean and then you just you don't realize exactly how really really good this movie is yeah it's funny but it's topical as well it, it's this is incredible I, I I honestly I prefer Moana but I cannot disagree with Zootopia winning the Academy Award. Is such a good movie. I gotta say though, last year it felt extremely out of place to see the characters from Zootopia prancing around in the, uh, the Disney character <laughs> yeah. parade. We don't, it just yeah. seemed really out of place because the movie is deeper than yeah. like Peter Pan. But there's there's the fox, you know, scuttling around with the tangled people, and it was, yep. it, it was weird. <laughs> it, just, you know, it was actually it was, funny because last night we, one of the videos we watched was on the. Um, the Disney Vacation Club has an after-hours thing, and they yeah. had, like, this dance party. And it's like, here's Mickey, and here's Minnie, and here's Nick Wilde, and Judy Hopps. <laughs> <laughs> Shut and up and, and dance with me. It's <laughs> the same size, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, all in all, this is... I, I do enjoy this movie. I love the message of this movie. And just... It's just animated so well. Yeah. It just really holds up. Plus the animal stuff, just some of the animal quirks, like the howling wolves. Oh, yeah. Stop it! You're going to start a howl! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, Mr. Big gives me giggling every single time. That actually was probably one of my least favorite parts of the entire movie, was the Mr. Big stuff, because it was such an obvious gag. Daddy! You told, I told you, no... No icing. <laughs> it's icing on my wedding. I'm sorry, honey, I have to. He made a rug out of a skunk's butt. <laughs> I may have sold him a rug made of a skunk's butt. <laughs> oh, sweet cheese and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Catherine, you're up. Number 16. The Aristocat. Ooh, okay. Why, you won't believe what they tried to do to your poor Uncle Wallow. <laughs> look, look at this. Prime country goose of a provincial stuffed with chestnuts and basted in white wine. <laughs> basted? He's been marinated in it. Dreadful. Being British... I would have preferred Shetty. Never seen this. Lady of the Tramp for Cats. Lady of the Tramp for Cats, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or 101 Dalmatians for Cats, too. That's Nothing where they didn't make this list. With uh, Thomas O'Malley, which is obviously not a Russian Irish name, right? No, no, not at all. No, not stereotypical. No. He... All right. I don't know. This movie... I just don't know. I'm kind of surprised it's so high. I am, too, because... Oh, personally... I don't really know if I like this movie or not. It's like, I can sit and I can watch it with my children. That's not a problem at all. I'm, indif I'm indifferent to it. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I will tell you that the theme song, um, Isn't It Awfully Great to Be a Cat or whatever it was, oh, yeah. was highly requested from my, my buddies on Second Life when oh. I was DJing. They love that song. Everybody wants to be a cat. 
including all the stereotypes. Well, I mean, it the is big nice, Russian blue. It, it is a nice jazzy type of song. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't but hate they, the song. But they, yeah, they. So I think it appealed to to a certain generation of people slightly older than us. Perhaps now because the, those were the people that were requesting it and loved that <laughs> love that song and loved that movie. I don't know. I, I I don't know anybody who may actually be able to answer this with any definity or not, but. Is it possible for somebody to leave their entire fortune to cats? cats? It's been done. Uh, has, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Hey, if it's in the will, there's a way. Yeah, there's there's, 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 there's funding and estates and lawyers who will take your money to make sure that they set that up to have that. Ah. For you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My goodness. Poor Edgar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shipped to Timbuktu with probably a lot of internal damage done because <laughs> he was kicked in the ass by a horse. Yes. I don't know where the kittens came from. That's true. Where did those kittens Duchess come from? Duchess is never allowed out of the apartment. Where did those kittens come from? You think she had a breeder? She's uh, Duchess, that, had a she's, con- Duchess had a consort. Yeah. <laughs> Had to hire a stud cat. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, part of part of the money went to stud fees. <laughs> but yeah, she has no problems with you know this alley cat coming in instead of be like get away. That's why she took some so so well. <laughs> yeah, anyways, smell the fish before before we start going down to that. Yeah, know. let's not go down that avenue. Uh, Mike, you want to take number fifteen? Okay, I love this movie. Robin Hood. Oh. It was your idea. I hypnotized him. and uh, I know. And sent him off on that crazy crusade. Aha! Aha! <laughs> Much to the sorrow of the Queen Mother. Yes! Mother! Mother always did like Richard best. Your Highness, please don't do that. If you don't mind my saying so, you see, you have a very loud thumb. <laughs> Despite all the recycled animation in it, the movie, I don't yeah. care. It is actually a very good movie. I enjoyed this one. The movie that gave Kimmy Schmidt's crotch a headache. <laughs> <laughs> he has a lovely voice. I will agree with Kimmy Schmidt <laughs> that uh, Brian Bedford had a very elegant voice. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I think Catherine is so stymied that. about the uh, the crotch headache. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she's still trying. To, she's still trying to process that. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, no. <laughs> well, you know, I knew he was a fox, but he was so handsome that my crotch got a headache. <laughs> <laughs> the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh God. The. <laughs> Do you just oh, get that? Oh my! You just got that, didn't you? I I, w- I had already gotten it. I was just in denial. No. Then I gave her another serving of it. <laughs> gave her seconds. All right. There was the soft lob, and then there was the strike. Exactly. <laughs> just spike. All right. What do you guys want to say about this one? I really love this movie. Again, another one I came to the party late too. So yeah, I mean, I mean and another, another regular rotator on on the channel. I love Peter Ustinov. Oh, oh that's right. Peter yes. Peter Ustinov is one of the best ca- yeah. characters. I watch my mommy. Yes. Mommy, I have a dirty mommy. thumb. I have a dirty thumb. That's what I was going to do. Prince Mother always did Fucking love Richard best. 
which is totally historically true. And I liked, yeah. I liked, I liked the fact that Richard the Lionheart and Prince John were lions. I yeah, that was, right. That, that, that was yeah. cute. And it was nice to see Baloo come getting more work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Baloo got more work. <laughs> little die, hey, Phil, little you want to We got booze. Little die job. But we know Robin Hood is truly a good guy because even though he's a fox, he doesn't eat the twenty thousand bunnies in the house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And Alan Adele. Oh, God. Alan Adele. There was something weird about the way they drew Alan Adele, though. Why it's like Southern? Oh, that's it's true. in England. Everybody else has a faux British accent. Or except American for Little accent. John. Except, except for, you know, the Because open bar. <laughs> <laughs> because they need somebody that could, that could sing. It's Highball Monday, baby. <laughs> they need somebody that could sing. Pretty much like, the, Who they got couldn't take a, an English accent, so they just... The hell with it, just do it, whatever. So I, when I, this makes me laugh a little off topic, but like you said, it was on Disney Channel constantly in the 80s when I was growing up. So in 2001, do you remember when the hamster dance? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big yeah. thing, the first time I heard that, I spent probably a week <laughs> going, where do I know that tune? I know it. I know it from something. I think I, I think I got there faster because I actually had a Roger Miller album. Oh, okay. So I, I knew the guy, so... Eventually it came to me, though, one night in the middle, and I'm like, oh my god, it's the Robin Hood song on oh, yeah. speed. She sat up and just said, Ooh-la-la-la. Yeah. I will say that um, yeah, Robin Hood never gave me gave my crotch a headache, obviously. But I should hope not. Made Marion. When I first saw it, I was like, huh. Okay. For, for an anthropomorphic uh, uh, character. Anthropomorphic fox. Lady Cluck okay. didn't do it for you? Oh, no, uh, God. <laughs> oh, I drifted I, I, I more towards sleep. There's a lot of meat on those breasts. Oh, <laughs> 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 All right. Can we move on? Yes, we shall. <laughs> Who's up, me? Yes. All right. Oh, good. This is one of my favorites, actually. No. Number 14, The Jungle Book. Hey, kid. You need help. And old Baloo's gonna learn you to fight like a bear. Now, come on, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> yeah. All right, now, kid, loosen up. Get real loose and then start to weave. Weave a little, now move. That's it. Now, give me a big bear growl. Scare me. Uh, for me, the problem with the Jungle Book is that now upon seeing the live action, yeah, the original animation doesn't quite last, doesn't quite stand up as well. Well, especially when you know it's all recycled. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was the, this this is all the animation they recycled into Robin Hood. True. Yeah. So. Oh, oh Sword of Stone too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mowgli and and King Arthur wore are the same, just different colors. Right. Yeah. And with a little more clothes. Hmm. Um. I, part of what I love about this movie, well, first of all, this is the one I did watch a lot as a child. You know, I remember every time this came to the theater, a grandparent would take me to see it. And I had, like, the, the you know, the golden book of this. I had the little, the book with the record. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all the words of Bear Necessities memorized. So I really, I just really love this one. This is the last one that uh, Walt Disney had his personal hand in. Right, exactly. Um, I mean... Heck, we've made it our mission. I don't think we're going to be able to do it this time around, but uh, we had to find Baloo. We're at the park. I need to get a picture with Baloo. 
Well, I know exactly where he is. He's in Animal Kingdom. We're yeah. not going to Animal Kingdom. Scarlet was hot and sweating and tired, but Andy's like, no, damn it, I'm getting my picture with Blue. <laughs> hey, I made this trip happen. I'm going to do that. That was your comfort. I want my picture with a man in a costume. Come on. I bought you a Dole Whip. What do you want? <laughs> Daddy writes the checks. Daddy's getting a picture with Blue. <laughs> to be fair, those Dole Whips are, are the one delightful. It's a wonderful the wonderful, they're delightfully <laughs> wonderful in both of them. They're awesome. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Mike. The yeah, don't look that great. <laughs> <laughs> the live action is is a better movie. Yes, sir. better overall movie. But I don't think I will ever not have an, a really big soft spot in my heart for this movie. You danced around in a in a leave, po- uh, leave skirt with um coconuts in your mouth. Didn't yes, you? I did because that is. So, utterly, <laughs> grape soda. That, uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Well said, well said. Yes, exactly. All right, shall we move on? Yes. All right, uh, Joe, you're up. 13. One of my personal favorites, The Emperor's New Groove. But, Your Highness, I have been nothing if not loyal to the Empire for, for, for many, many years. Hey, everybody hits their stride. You just hit yours 50 years ago. So, who's in my chair? Oh, oh, I know. Yzma. Yzma's in your chair, right? Very good, Kronk. Here, get the snack. Got it. Okay, you heard the man. Up, up, up. I'm okay. I'm fine. What a surprise this movie is. I wasn't surprised it was on this list. I, I was just surprised when we saw this movie, like, how enjoyable it is. Damn, do I like this movie. I saw this movie for the very first time about three, four days ago. Me too. Really? Yep. Oh. And it was really funny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, loved that, it. That's the thing that, that, I, that kind of struck me most is about it. Is like, it's, it's, a, it's a fine movie. It's not my favorite. It serves, it works a lot better as a comedy movie than as a Disney animated movie, though. Because Disney uh, animated movies typically, typically have a lot more heart, a lot more emotion. No, I think this has a little bit of heart there somewhere. But no, it did it's, not. It's 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 there was very little emotional attachment to any character. No, I think oh, that, no, no, no. I, I think once you are introduced to uh, Pacha's family, yes. yeah. and even though they held their own very, there very was well. There never any stakes, though. Well, the stakes were just He's yeah, got to convince is. Cusco. He's got to convince Cusco to not demolish his his, his not, house on the not hill. Not once did I believe that Cusco was going to change his entire outlook because of one day, one sad day as a llama. Come on, his entire his life, entire Disney canon. All right, his entire yeah. life had been you know he'd been handing everything on a silver platter. He had one day. Oh, I don't get that anymore. Every Disney and story takes place over the course of two or three days. Yeah, we want in an afternoon. We, we yeah. want to we want to believe that you can change the evil leader's heart <laughs> right. by just teaching him a little bit about empathy. We know we're wrong. That's why it's escapism. <laughs> hey, do you believe that Ebenezer Scrooge was changed completely in in one night? I think that the ghosts have a lot of supernatural powers. <laughs> he turned into a llama. Yeah. Right, Waterfall. Is, uh, Yep. Sharp rocks at the bottom? Yep. yep. Let's do this. Bring it. <laughs> the thing is, though, I mean, I mean, the movie's only like an and hour. Patrick and Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton was oh. the best part of that movie. He and Earth the Kid. He and Earth the Kid together. Why do I know his voice? Why do I know his voice? It's Earth the Kid. Woohoo! He's speaking squirrel. <laughs> if Patrick Warburton was not in that movie, mm. 
I would have hated it. Oh, he, he made that Well, he's movie. easily the best part about that movie. Yeah. But, but the writing of this movie... The, the, the interplay between uh, John Goodman and, and David Spade and David Spade was, was awesome. There was some good chemistry. But there were some there. great quick sh- there's some great quick takes in there. A lot of great callbacks. There's that that one thing where um Eason's like pull the lever and Kronk pulls the lever wrong lever and she comes back and there's like a an shark or an alligator, an alligator. Like, <laughs> biting her butt and she's like why do we even have that lever and then. <laughs> At the end of the movie, the same thing. Why do they even have that lever? <laughs> oh, yeah, it just shows um, Pacha in the... Pacha in um, Cusco. Cusco, yeah. I guarantee that this movie went through so oh, many I rewrites. Oh, I know it did. I mean, if you, there's, a, there, there's like a, a never-released documentary filmed by uh, Sting's wife. Oh, yeah. He, she went through the entire... Oh, I forgot process. that Sting did the soundtrack it's, 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 uh, I think it's called uh, In the Sandbox or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And basically, when it first started, it was going to be like called Empire of the Sun. It was going to be like this epic movie. Yeah. And then halfway through, producers came in and said, yeah, we don't like this. Do the whole thing over. So they had to go completely one, day one rewrite in the middle of production. And it... I it, think it worked. It worked. I, I mean, think it, it worked. worked. This is... I, you know what? The, movie, the movie's only about an hour and 15 minutes. If they'd added like 15 minutes... No, like, no, 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 no. I think no. it's perfect. It, was, it is it was, perfect. It, I, think, yeah. I think you added any like another 10 minutes, it would have been like... No, yeah, that's the it's, thing is that people keep trying to make things longer. They keep trying to stretch it out, and it's like make it as long as it needs to be, and then cut it by ten minutes. I think there could have been some scenes that would have really helped. Like if Cusco had actually gone to the city and seen how nobody cared about anything about him being gone or dead. Yeah, I that would have really helped. I think his character. Well, there, there was not. I think part of it was they didn't need to. And they were at this point now where they didn't even need to have like that type of emotional heft. The movie itself propels it. There isn't a slow part in the movie, right? No, and I think that helps. Yeah, I mean, it's by no means the best Disney film ever, but it was a surprise. Especially, you know, we're talking. This is the era of, um, this is the era of Atlantis and Treasure Planet and these forgettable Disney movies. This is the tail end of the Renaissance. Compared to those other movies, this is actually this is way better. Yeah, I, I think it's a fun movie. I just think it is. It could have been so much better. It's I also think. available on Netflix. So, uh, no, it isn't. Yes, it is. Really? Uh, no, you know what? It, it no, just came off of Netflix. Yeah, it was on Netflix. Yeah, I had to find it some other way. I forget how we watched it. All right. Some other way that I shall not mention. Yes, exactly. The <laughs> showbox. I don't think we have the DVD anymore. I may have loaned it, and never got it back from somebody. So, anyway, Catherine, you're up. Number twelve. Number twelve is Moana. Okay, first, I'm not a princess. I'm the daughter of the chief. Same difference. No. If you wear a dress and you have an animal sidekick, you're a princess. You are not a wayfinder. You will never be a wayfinder. You will never be a wayf... Really? Blow dart and my butt cheek. Ooh. Haven't watched this yet. In my opinion, maybe the best Disney movie... Walt Disney Animated Studio, Animation Studios movie in the last 20 years. I would concur, actually. I also concur. Um, we're I, excluding Pixar from that. We're well, excluding Pixar from that, yeah. yeah. Yes. Would, you ask, would you say this is the movie that Disney finally surpasses Pixar? Pixar's in a weird place right now because Pixar <clears throat> is nothing but sequels. <clears throat> they are yeah. so eager 
to sequelize everything. Oh, except for The Incredibles. Because, again, I'll believe that when I see it. 2018. Sure. We'll we'll get into it later, but I think Wreck-It Ralph is the movie that surpassed, have Disney surpassed Mm -hmm. with Pixar. Um, before they finally start learning the lesson, but we'll talk about. Well, that yeah, later. well, actually, there's there's one coming up in a little bit that really is where the change starts. Um, but this this movie this movie surprised me a lot. I the, didn't I didn't expect to like it as much. As I, I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. I did. It's the Rock, man. I was not prepared for the fact that my children, especially my son, was going to be obsessed with this movie. Oh. Part of it is this is the best song score. In oh yeah, I, arguably in any Disney movie ever. Yeah, I mean, there I, isn't I, a weak song in the entire soundtrack. I watched the movie. I drove home with playing, listening to the songs in my head, and immediately hopped online and bought the soundtrack. I, it was I, I couldn't go a day without hearing that song, those songs again. The version on Spotify is uh, the deluxe version, which has all of the demo tracks, like all the stuff that didn't make it, and even a lot of those songs are better than most Disney songs that make it into movies. If it, if it wasn't evident from Hamilton, this movie proves that Lin-Manuel Miranda is a, is a musical genius. He's a goddamn genius. He yeah. is so he is a, good. He is a national treasure. Yeah. He is. Um, but the and thing Puerto Rican to boot. Yay! What's that? And Puerto Rican to boot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't hold out against him. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. It's Joe's homie. It's the 100th anniversary of Puerto Rican getting, Puerto Rican getting citizenship. So. Really? Yes. Nice. Did not know that. Excellent. I like Moana because the things that you said, but it's also layered. First of all, there's no love interest, which is nice. Secondly, she's the first, quote, Disney princess we I think we've ever seen who has what might be termed a realistic body. Yep. Her ankles and her calves are, like, in proportion. Oh, Scarlet's doll. The thing can stand up on its own feet. (laughs) She has flat feet. She doesn't have Barbie doll feet. You know, Mm. she looks really... I, I like the environmental message. There, there is no villain, like you said, because the, the, the villain is. is uh, let's talk about it. It's climate change, yep. which is screwed up when a man or a demigod decides he's going to go and take things. Try to make man. things better. Try to make things better, and yeah, totally screw with the climate. Um, yeah, the kids don't notice that. The kid, no, the kids don't notice that. What they did notice though was the fact that Jermaine Clement oh. is awesome. Yeah. Um, and for you guys who haven't seen it yet. Have you guys ever watched uh, Flight of the Concords? Yes. All right. Do you remember the Bowie song? Yeah. Yeah, that okay. actually inspired uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda to write this for Jermaine Clement. Yeah. Shiny is very Bowie-esque. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Definitely, you've got to listen to it. Just go on YouTube, because they do have the, the clips from the movie yeah. on YouTube. And, oh, God, it's so, so goddamn catchy. That... Um, you're welcome. You know, Dwayne Johnson actually has a very good voice. Yeah. Yeah, it was a surprise. That was yeah. very surprising. I said that during the movie. I'm like, is he doing his own singing? Yes, he wow, is. Wow, I give him there. And after like 20, you know, 20, 30 years of watching wrestling, the fact that I can actually do a fairly decent Dwayne Johnson impression makes it, uh, makes it easy for me to sing all these songs. <laughs> um, I mean, one, one more thing, one more really nice thing about this is, uh, you know, like Autumn was saying, um, you know, you have this Disney quote unquote princess, but I mean the very fact that like they they were like her father was kind of prepping her to be the new chief of the of the village. Yeah. And but there was never once is there any kind of mention that she is a woman becoming the new chief. It right. Was just, it's this, just how it goes. Yeah. And it's not it like was just oh, her, if only you had a brother. Yeah. It's just like oh yeah you're the next yeah. chief. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
The other nice thing, too, is that the animal sidekick hey, hey. is a chicken. <laughs> a I mean, really like, stupid chicken. A mentally disabled chicken. None of the animals <laughs> in Moana talk. Right. Which is nice. Which is weird, though, because and we, we keep seeing this. Anytime there's any type of promotional anything with Moana, there's the pig. Uh, Pua. Pua. Pua the pig. But the pig doesn't The pig is maybe in the movie for 10 minutes. Uh, Max. I'll give him 15. 15. Okay, still, the movie's hour 41 minutes long. Yeah. And Moana is also a buddy movie. Right. Yeah. And we have a gender balance. Like, our son is utterly obsessed with Maui. Yep. Which is funny, because he was terrified of Maui. Right. <laughs> he was terrified, but, but now he loves him. But you've got two central characters. You know, you've got your princess, but you've also got the guy. And it's it's a well balanced movie. It's stunningly beautiful. And it's got and homicidal coconuts. Homicidal coconuts. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> Mentally unstable chickens. Yeah. <laughs> and a great message. So. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, seriously. It works on all levels. It's one of those movies. It, it's coming out next week on Blu-ray. Just wow, do yourself. Quick. Yeah. Pick it up. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, we were, yeah, we already proved it. Diane already proved it. All right. She took the kids to watch it, and they loved it. Oh, okay, good. So you're just the only one who hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike, you're up. All right. Number, Number 11. 11. Uh, the first, wor first movie to have H-E double hockey sticks in it, Sleeping Beauty. A bonfire won't stop Maleficent. Of course not. But what will? Well, perhaps if we reason with her. Reason with Maleficent? Well, she can't be all bad. Oh, yes, she can. I'd like to turn her into a fat old hot tub. Now, dear, that isn't a very nice thing to say. Besides, we can. You know our magic doesn't work that way. It can only do good, dear, to bring joy and happiness. <laughs> well, that would make me happy. Never saw this. Never saw Sleeping Beauty? Oh, I watched Maleficent, but I never saw Sleeping Oh, God! Wow! I watched Maleficent without <laughs> Sleeping Beauty. You did? Well, unless you like, you know, you know the original story. That's like watching uh, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, three, and then sorry, going Jesus back and watching Christ, the original. Sorry. Jesus, um, this, this is the first first Disney movie I recall seeing where the prince actually does something. He's got a name. Has a name. Yeah, Prince Philip. Yeah, he's got a name. He's got a reason. You know, they met before, so he's got a reason to rescue yep. her. And what year was this? Fifty five, I think. It's, it's mid to late 50s. I'm just always curious if Prince Philip is named after Prince the Duke of Edinburgh. because Which is entirely possible. If, well, that would have been around the time that they got married. Yeah. Right. 59. Was, okay, yeah. So she was queen got, by then. Yeah. After they got married, but I'm wondering if that was... But storyboarding and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Well, it's actually funny. You said he does stuff. If you watch him actually swing the sword. <laughs> um, yeah. This movie is beautiful. This yeah. movie yeah. looks beautiful, which I think if you, because I think most people do confuse this in Cinderella. There's a lot of like... There's a little bit of overlap. Yeah, there. a little bit of overlap, but this is an infinitely better a better movie, even though Aurora does but, nothing yeah. to propel her own story. Everybody else around her propels her story for her. It's kind of the opposite of Cinderella in that case. Yeah. Cinderella actually propels her own story. Whereas the prince does nothing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, here the prince does everything. She's just kind of waiting to be rescued. Well, it's funny, too, because Cinderella has a magical or divine intervention come to save her from her bad life circumstances. Right. Whereas Sleepy Beauty's bad life circumstances are caused by, by magic. her supernatural creatures who are... Who are, who are pissed off that they didn't get an invitation to a right. kid's baptism. Right. Seriously? Yeah. That's weak. Yeah. Um... The score. The score. The score is beautiful. Oh, yeah. the, the Tchaikovsky score is beautiful. Yeah. 
the sets, the the art direction on this thing are just it's amazing oh, looking. The the entire final battle against the Maleficent Dragon oh, yeah. is gorgeous. Yeah. I always love when when she gets lured up to the spinning wheel and like the, oh, yeah, the, the fireplace the, disappears and the you know, the spooky staircase. Yeah, and yeah. Like that greenish glow yeah. that's coming around. It, oh. It's very well done. Yeah. And she's like, Well that's not weird. I shall follow it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. There's a lot to like about this movie. It's short as hell. All right. Oh my God, is this one yeah. short? What were the names of the three good fairies? Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather. Oh yeah. Again, this is why she's here. <laughs> this is this was this is my favorite. Um, what pre 1980 Disney movie? This is my favorite classic. Disney yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's it is a beautiful movie. Um, Maleficent is also. So hands down, of all evil. yes, mm-hmm. hands down, one of their best villains ever. Yes, Complete yep. with the devil horns. Yes, but which she's so elegant. Yes, yes. unlike the other ones where the villain is always, you know, ugly. Yeah, like the Lady Tremaine. Same. Voice. Or oh, yeah. yeah, or Vane. Even like you know the the witch in um in Snow White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Right. It's like, well, this fourteen-year-old is better looking than me. Kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Maleficent is just, I can get invited to the party. I just love it when when she first shows up, she's speaking in that calm, like calm, cool voice, yeah. but you can just feel the, the you know, evil emanating yeah. from her. Well, it looks like this episode is running long again. So once more, I have split this jumbo episode into two smaller and more digestible portions. Second half, covering the top ten of our countdown, is actually nearly done already. So I should have it up in the next day or two. So until then, go forth and be nerdful. They really did hire a bunny. <laughs> what? <laughs> I gotta tell you, you are even cuter than I thought you'd be. Ooh, uh, you probably didn't know, but a bunny can call another bunny cute, but when other animals do it, it's a little... <gasps> I am so sorry.